we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, getting here towards the end of training camp. I think uh, the, we're getting closer where we, we want to be to start the season off. Uh, the biggest thing that I've talked to the defense about is finding a rhythm, and I think we're getting there. Although it's, you know, sometimes difficult to see exactly where you'll be at because of nicks and bruises and everything else that goes with training camp. But uh, I, I like where we're at, and uh, we just got to go out there and work at it again today. Is there a balance for you between, in practice, between installing and, and doing all of the, the blitz kind of things that you want to do and then, you know, giving the offense a break and, and letting them work as well? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we give the offense, I think, you know, Mike's done a great job with the offense of where they're at. Uh, we haven't game planned any pressures. We're just running our different pressures. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think today would be a good day to watch it because we're going to do a lot more just front and coverage. And it'll be boring to the guys that really love defense watching it. But, no, we need to do that to just work on our fundamentals and techniques. And I know exactly, you know, we, we, we do it once, once a year during training camp of, of the day you'll see today. So we're excited about it. Should be a noisy practice. You know, that's the biggest thing. I, the emphasis today is I want us communicating well. And uh, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. You don't call in sick on this day annually? What's that? You don't call in sick on this day annually? <laughs> <laughs> no, believe it or not, I think sometimes all the, the, the pressure stuff gets hyped up to where you, it's, it's a snowball effect. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, we, we have an attacking style defense, and I'm not going to apologize for that. But, you know, you also play front coverages like, you know, like we did. I think we all expected, I'm sure you did too, with the Dory Jackson on one side, an opponent is going to go after Aaron Robinson. That seemed to be what the Patriots did. How did he bounce back from that? And well, I think with with, with A-Rob, first of all, he's had a tremendous camp. Um, you know, there, there was some 50-50 balls. <clears throat> the penalty, I mean, you can't have a penalty down there in the red zone. You can't have lack of communication. Um, and, uh, you know, because that's just kryptonite to your red zone defense or your two-minute defense, you know, any of those situations. But uh, we preach and harp on that. But... Uh, you know, there were some 50-50 balls that we won, and there's some 50-50 balls we lost. We just playing out there on the island. You just got to win more 50-50 balls. And uh, you know, I, I think that I don't think it was just Aaron Robinson. They might have just wanted to see if that receiver could win. You know what I mean? I don't think it was personally on A. Rob. Now, Rome's been working on with his techniques. He's had a great week of practice. Because if you go out there, especially out there when you're on the island, and you lose your technique, technique and fundamentals. This league will find it. And uh, that was a great, really, experience for him in that situation, being on the outside. Was that frustrating? I'm obviously going to ask him when I have an opportunity, but on the, the penalty, the taunting, was that just no, frustration? No, I mean, it's, it's like I tell our players. Roger Goodell's never going to call and say, hey, Wink's mad about that call. Let's, let's, let's stop the game and let's re really look at that. And No, it's, it's you just got to play the next down, you know. Just get the next call in, play the next down because – you know, we don't make the rules, we just play by them. Right, but if he gets off on that, I mean, that play he made, I would imagine you, you like the technique of what he did. Oh, yeah, 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 play. the technique. If he gets off the field without that, you know, maybe right. he's feeling a little better about what No doubt, no doubt. And it's like anything, you know, they want to tie the, you know, the, the corners up with the pressure and everything else, uh, you know, when, when they talk about our system. Um, and it's, you know, if we'd have been in quarters coverage, if we'd have been you know, in a red zone cover two, if we'd have been in cover three, it's all this, it's going to be the same throw. So what you have to decide, and 
how we approach the game is, is you know, like you, you come away with that game of, well, so-and-so didn't rush the passer well, whoever that might be. Well, they're getting rid of the ball, you know, 2.1. The younger kid got rid of it faster than Hoyer. Um, so when you pressure a quarterback, you want to change the picture. And I always say pressure breaks pipes. You want to make him think fast. You want to hit the quarterback or make him make a quick decision that he doesn't want to make. You know, so that's how we go about games and, and the best ways we can attack the, the, the quarterback. For an opposing defense uh, with regard to Tyrod uh, Taylor, what are some of the things that he brings to the table make things difficult uh, with his elusiveness and whatnot? You've, I'm assuming you've, you've gone up against him? Gone up against him when I was with him in Baltimore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a, a, obviously a very talented guy. Um, and uh, I, I just I really respect how he's gone about his business and, and being, you know, with his career. You know, so he, he's, he's a tough one. You can't just think it's, it's not just going to stand back there like a statue. So you gotta, you got to work plaster coverage when a quarterback gets out of the pocket. And you got to have some people ready to go try to chase him. What do, you, what do you make of the suggestions after the last game that you blitzed a lot for a preseason game? We're on to Cincinnati. Is there an unwritten rule there, though, I, that you I, know of? That, if that's, it's unwritten, I, I don't know. We're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> is there a way to defend the underthrown pass? Because the Patriots had a little success <clears throat> with that. The back shoulders are tough. I mean, you, you saw, if you were out here this past week, you saw that was a thing that Rome was really working with on the corners. Um, but, uh, you know, the, sometimes it's just a good throw and good catch, and you just say move on, you know. Like the one on uh, Haslop, I mean, that kid threw the ball for the, the receiver and came out the break and surprised the receiver. Good throw, good catch, let's move on. You know, let's go play defense. We're probably not going to talk to you until you know, when the season rolls around. So next week you guys have that joint practice against the Jets. Yeah. Um, and you may end up seeing a quarterback that you're also familiar with, with Flacco out there. Curious on your thoughts. One, what will you try to accomplish in the joint practice, but also seeing Flacco out there in a different uniform? I, I think it's the same thing it's a, if it's a practice, you know, with your own team. is just, you know, continue to try to find your rhythm. You know, look, experiment with different matchups. You know, as far as Joe, I mean, he's, he's got the arm strength of, you know, the top tier quarterbacks. I mean, he can, he can throw the football. Uh, so, but it'll be fun seeing him, seeing CJ, and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I don't know what the percentage is, but it seems like you're in that nickel with two down linemen and the four linebackers the vast majority of the time. Is that like, would you say your base defense? No, no. Well, I mean, it becomes your base defense because you play it more because other people play 10 personnel, which is four wides, yeah. uh, and, and 11 personnel, which is three wides and a tight end. Um, so, you play that throughout the year at a higher percentage than your base defense. And, you know, then sometimes when you get into the preseason, you're sitting guys down and I'm, you know, unless I'm told to never want to put a guy back in the game after, after the, you know, you said, okay, he's had this many plays, let's, let's get him out. You know, and that's Joe and, and Dave's work on those numbers that we hit. And then, you know, that was a lot of the conversation I had with Dave's, you know, during the New England game was, Okay, this guy, this guy, this guy. Let's get him out, you know. And then that just means they're done with defense. And then they they tell T Mac I'm done on defense. And then he might want to see him on something else out there. But 
Is Blake almost in the same boat as Saquon last year coming off the ACL and you kind of bringing him along slowly? I wasn't here with Saquon coming off of it, so I don't know that I could answer that question fairly. You know, so I, I don't know, you know, with, with that. I know he's working hard to come back. We've talked about Darian Beavers, but we haven't talked much about the other rookie linebacker that you have, Micah McFadden. What are you seeing from him and his development? I was really pleased with the whole linebacker room. I told Eggs that Eggs did a nice job getting those guys ready for that game, the way they tackled, the way they pressed the line of scrimmage. And, and they're starting the younger linebackers, which is the hardest thing to teach, is they're using their hands better. Once you get a linebacker who can use his hands, then you got a linebacker. And I think they're both, you know, coming along really well and right on schedule. Coach Alari started practicing since we last talked to you. You have a smile on your face. Uh, it's good to see him. Yeah, what, I mean, what have you seen? I, I, I think that it's, you know, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Drew works with their footwork every day, and it's their run footwork, which is the most important thing an outsider edge player has to have. Okay, he works on it every day. It's the first thing they do. And I was just watching their feet. Like, like I'm looking at your guys' feet right now. I was just, I wasn't even looking up. And I'm like, man, that guy has good feet. And I look up and it's him. I'm like, oh, that's right. He's practicing. That's good. You know, so uh, we're really excited about seeing him back. You know, he's a, he's a playmaker. He's a good football player. Wink, have, have, you, uh, have you watched any tape of the playoff game that the Titans lost their last game to the Bengals and scouted how they stopped them? Yeah, basically? but not in the any depth that I'm ready to talk about with anything. You know, I've, I've watched it, yes, in preparation of, of, of doing that. But we haven't put anything in together yet because – also, you know, watched when we played them the year prior, you know, so that's a good football team. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.